0: Please welcome to the stage, King Boomy.
1: Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight. Hey, anyone heard about this Avatar kid? I hope I don't do anything to make him angry. <coughs> okay, uh, what else? Uh, hey, how about them Earthbenders, huh? Rock hasn't moved me this much since the British invasion. Oh! Eh, ah, tough crowd, tough crowd. Hmm. Uh, did you hear? I'm the king of O'Mashu. Oh, Mashu! I hope I don't step in a cabbage. That's Brendan's joke. Oh, you people can't take a joke. Get on with the episode already. <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody. At last, it is time to discuss episode five of Avatar The Last Airbender. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley. Brendan, a pleasure to be with you on this fine evening. Uh, and you. It's good to be back. Well, it's good to have you back.
2: Thank you. I'm oh. a, a, a long standing guest on this show. <laughs> guest. <laughs>
0: Don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, Brendan, I would be nothing without you, which I can say confidently on this wonderful Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Brendan, here's a friendship test. Are you ready? Oh, God. <laughs> Brendan, my good friend. I I love you. Ah, I love you, too. Oh, he did it. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild. Everyone at home is celebrating, knowing that there was no strife between the two hosts of the show. Oh, yeah. We pulled it off. That's a major victory. I feel pretty good about it.
2: I thought you were going to ask me like a question about like when we first met. I was fucking nervous.
0: (laughs) I don't I also don't remember enough about those days and that place that we met is no longer a going concern for anyone (laughs) involved and we really don't have to worry about it so let's just push on through all right uh hey you know love is in the air Mm -hmm. can you reach out and grab it
2: (laughs) i think i could
0: (laughs) not worth a shot Not
2: right now though
0: Everyone listening to the show, it's too late for them (laughs) because Valentine's Day is coming past. But if you want to listen to this on uh, Valentine's Day 2024, go ahead Mm -hmm. and try to reach out and grab some love from the air. Yeah. It's possible. Scoop it all up like one of them cash machines. Mm Mm-hmm. As much as you can get and you get to keep it and take it home with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, who are people, I don't know, let's try to tie this into- Something. I'm not sure how I'm going to do this. <laughs>
2: uh, it would have been easier to do it if it was last week's episode.
0: Yeah, it probably would have, huh? There was a lot of love going around <laughs> in that one. Uh, not so much in this one. Who are we? Uh, all right, Brendan. Who are we shipping? Who's shipping? Uh,
2: Ang and uh, Sokka.
0: I think that would be fine. Do you have a couple name for them? Sokang? Sakang? Sok- That's not bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, it's better uh, than Anka. I was going to say Akka, <laughs> Akka, but Anka is better.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's no good name for them. No, it's, uh. The, it be, okay, so the ship will never work because there's no good name for them.
0: Okay, so we'll have to strike that down. We'll have to strike it. Uh,
2: uh Momo and, uh, Boomy. Are we allowed to talk about him?
0: Uh yeah, I mean, don't get too far in depth with him. Mumi? Moomi, yeah, Boomo, yeah, Mummy or Boomo, which one is which? Ah, uh, I like Mummy's cuter. I think Moomi is really cute because it ends in e. Yeah, and everyone goes ooh, Mummy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think Moomi would would stick. I like Boomo more. Okay, but I think Mummy would stick. So I think we would have to go with that one.
0: Uh, Appa and uh, Grand Gran. Gran.
2: OK. Yeah, I can see that. I think Grand Grand would have a great time hanging out with Appa and yeah, Appa would probably they, like the 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 slow going
0: of it. Sure. Just hang around all day, get pet by all the people of the village, yeah. including Grand Gran-Gran. Grand Grand Grand's retired, doesn't have a job. Yeah. Uh. OK, uh, Grappa. Grappa. Yeah. Yeah. Or do we have to do Grappa Grappa? Grappa Grappa. Uh. Yeah takes too long.
2: Grappa, grappa, appan? Hmm, that's... Grappa, appa, uh, <laughs> Grappa, Papa Pen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's more syllables, I feel like, than it is to just say grand, <laughs> grand, gran and appa in one thing. I think you've made, somehow you've made it longer. I don't know, I just started feeling a beat when I started. When <laughs> yeah, I was go off, it, king. It just felt right. <laughs> Damn, Brendan is cooking right now. (laughs) Uh, This is a mess. Uh, Yeah, you know, Valentine's Day. Everyone has their hearts are full of love Mm -hmm. and uh, little candy hearts will find their way into your possession. (laughs) You won't know how they'll just (laughs) appear. (laughs) Seems like. No matter how hard you try to reject them, (laughs) they will end up in your inventory. (laughs) Sorry to say.
2: You can draw with them on the sidewalk.
0: You could draw with them on the sidewalk. And Brendan, perhaps will draw some conclusions about Aang's place in the world. Oh, boy. Uh, When we start (laughs) recapping episode five of this show, would you like to do that? Let's do it. Yep, yep, yep. Episode 5 of Avatar: The Last Airbender titled The King of Omashu. Oh, Mashu.
2: <laughs> I've misplaced it. I stepped in some cabbage.
0: Uh, well the, the cabbages do not fare well Mm-mm. in this episode. It's tragic, really, if mm-hmm. you think about it. <laughs> it's
2: that poor guy.
0: We'll see uh, you know, if he can make a couple sales in this episode. <laughs> Not a lot of people interested. You know what? We can't talk about this just yet. No. The King of Omashu, March 18th, 2005. Previously on Avatar. Aang uh, caused some trouble for the people of Kiyoshi Island in last week's episode. Mm -hmm. But boy, howdy, does that kid know how to have some fun? Oh, yeah. He's a real hoot, that little avatar. (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) That little son of a bitch (laughs) ruining every city that he goes to (laughs) by his whimsical nature. Yeah, he's a menace. He just wants to have a good time at the expense of everyone else's like livelihood. (laughs) Everyone around him. Mm -hmm. It's like he feeds
2: on suffering. It powers him.
0: Yeah, he is a agent of chaos and we just have to uh, kind of subvert ourselves or subject ourselves to his uh, evil desires. Yeah,
2: I, going forward watching the show, I'm going that's going to be my head canon is that he's actually like a some sort of evil God, a, mm. a, tr- a chaos trickster God,
0: some sort of he's like the Loki of the yeah. uh, Avatar universe. Yep. That checks out. I don't think that anything that Aang ever does will kind of dissuade you from that opinion. So and that's all right. I wouldn't want that it. is canon. <laughs> Not only is that, yeah, Brendan's head cannon that is now just canon for the Avatar universe anyway. I think people should start accepting that that is the Mm -hmm. way that it is. Yeah, he's no good. He's not a good guy, and that's the mission that we're on as we record this podcast, which we're about to do right now. (laughs) We're doing it. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Uh, Aang leads Katara and Sokka over a hill and introduces them to the Earth Kingdom city of Omashu which is a magnificent city sitting sitting on a plateau in the middle of a huge mountain range. Mm-hmm. The city consists of tall cones of rock that look kind of like the surrounding mountains in this mountain range. Yeah. Um I you'll notice how I said cones of rock to avoid saying stone cones but <laughs> Here I am but here saying we that are. anyway. <laughs> Just couldn't, I just, it just
2: couldn't be avoided. There was no way around it.
0: <laughs> it had to be put out there. It had to be put to public record so people can hold me accountable for it in <laughs> the years to come. Uh, I deserve it. Uh, Katara and Sokka are in awe of the city before them. Uh, <laughs> Sokka says they have buildings here that don't melt. Yep, which is not
2: the first time he's seen that, but it's the first time it's really sinking in, I guess.
0: I had the same thought. It it almost made it seem like maybe the episodes were presented out of order from the way they were like developed because mm. he has seen buildings made of things that aren't ice to this point. In,
2: in both of the previous episodes, like the last two episodes, he saw different buildings that aren't made mm-hmm. of ice.
0: But now it's really starting to sink in yeah. for him, I think.
2: Maybe because now he's, they're not somewhere that's like relatively cold.
0: This is true. It seems like this is almost like an arid desert mm-hmm. uh, environment.
2: Whereas we know it was cold on the island because the water was cold. Sure. Uh, and the air temple was up on a big mountain, so I'm sure like we're way up in the air, so I'm sure it was cold there up was there. There was
0: some snow. We will, we'll recall that Katara bended some snow yes, onto yep. Sokka. That's true. So, yeah, finally, these uh, southern water, water tribe uh, denizens have uh, made their way into unfamiliar territory. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aang wants to get going and get into the city, but they say he needs to disguise himself. um, Much like D- SpongeBob as Dirty Dan, mm-hmm. uh, Aang creates a mustache and hair from Appa's white fur. Yep.
2: Uh, it's pretty good. It's a good bit.
0: It's a good disguise. Uh, I wrote down in my notes that he looked like Guile's grandpa. <laughs> I can kind of see that, the way his hair poofs out. Mm. As I was writing that, though, Sokka says, you look like my grandpa. <laughs> is Sokka's grandpa Guile?
2: If this is possible. We've never seen him. He could. Yeah.
0: I've never seen Sokka's grandpa and Guile in the same room before. <laughs> no. So. Maybe it's Guile Sokka's dad. This is true. We've heard about him. We know he's out to war, yeah. but he might come back and do uh, Guile stuff. I don't really know anything about Guile other than the way he looks and the fact that he has a theme. That, Guile's theme. That
2: goes with everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I know about Guile. That's kind of all you need uh, to know. So maybe I should stop talking about Guile. There's probably yeah, people yeah. listening to this will say, saying, will you stop talking about Guile? <laughs> I will try. He's the one, he's the man that's on everyone's lips these days, but uh, we'll try to move past. Um, Aang hunches over and uses his staff as a walking stick. He's in full old man mode right
2: now. Oh yeah, he does the full method acting. He gets very into it.
0: Getting into character, it's very believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they approach the city and Aang mentions how friendly the people in Omashu are. Uh, And as they approach the gate, some big burly Earth Kingdom soldiers are harassing a cabbage merchant. Mm -hmm. They smash one of the cabbages and then stomp out an earthbending strike that sends the entire cabbage cart plummeting into the canyon below. Yeah. You know, super friendly stuff. Very friendly dudes. I, uh. You know, I spent a little time in uh, Minneapolis a few years back, (laughs) maybe five, six years ago. And Minnesota nice is the thing that people always talk about, like, oh, the people in Minnesota, they're so nice. Uh, I didn't find that to be the case, but uh, I I felt people were being either like kind of rude to me or (laughs) like condescending, like pretending to be nice, but really kind of looking down on me while I was there. Oh, so that's what that means. We're calling you out, Minnesota. I've got my eyes on you, you fucking Minnesotans. <laughs> Everyone
2: listening from Minnesota, you're not as nice as you think you are. Mm,
0: you better double check there, you 10,000 lake son of a bitch. Oh, there you go.
2: I had nothing. I was like, I don't even, I don't know anything <laughs> about, about
0: Minnesota. <laughs> that's, about, that's about all I got. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, oh, I was going to say Upper Peninsula, but that's a Michigan thing.
2: Oh, uh, yep. Forget it. You're
0: losing me. You're losing me. Cabbages, they soar into the canyon below. (laughs) The merchant looks on at the cabbages plummeting and says, my cabbages. Mm -hmm. Get used to that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: This is one of the bits I know about.
0: Uh, It will never get old. You'll always enjoy it. And even in this episode, they really just ham it up. They really just make the most of it. I
2: think that's kind of fun, though, because by the end, you're like, well, thank God that's over and I'll never have to see that
0: cabbage guy again. Nope, nope. (laughs) Uh, They walk up and the earthbender hovers a huge fucking boulder over all of their heads. And this this is our first inclination in the show that just because they're not firebenders doesn't mean that they're the good guys. Yeah, which is kind of good. It
2: kind of needs something like that.
0: We can't just have one very specific, obvious villain all the time. There are like gray areas in war and yeah, it's something that every show does where it's like, are are we really the bad guys? Mm -hmm. People are people.
2: Uh, People from different places will be different.
0: There are shitty people everywhere. Mm -hmm. Including, you know, hosting this podcast right now. Both of them. Yeah, yep. Uh, Minnesota nice. Neither of us (laughs) are. We're New Hampshire rude. Yeah. (laughs) Famous thing. Yep, yep.
2: I can't think of a single, like, New Hampshire-based insult to call somebody, though, right now.
0: Uh, you're a, uh, hmm. (laughs) You're a real old man of the mountain. Oh. Uh, because you look old.
2: Yeah, and you got very... Cr- you got craggy
0: skin, wicked, wicked, wicked craggy, and you don't exist anymore. <laughs> you haven't and for a also, very long time. Nobody outside of New Hampshire has any idea what this is.
1: <laughs> got Doesn't em. matter.
0: Yeah, I fucking got him. <laughs> fucking roasted th- their asses. Actually, Brendan, I think got us. <laughs> well, uh, that's too bad. Uh, the uh, soldier tells them to state their business and then Aang puts on the fucking performance of a lifetime. Oh, yeah.
1: My business is my business, young man, and none of yours. I've got half a mind to bend you over my knee and pedal your backside. Pedal down, old timer. Just tell me who you are. Name's Bonzu. Pippin loves the Cupulous the Third.
2: Why? What the fuck is that name?
0: <laughs> I feel like this... Gag when someone is giving a fake name uh, always ends in Opolis for some reason. Or son. Yeah, that's also true.
2: Yeah, um, like Jensen or something.
0: Uh, it, it's it's un, an unnecessarily long name that he could have just simplified for him. Yeah, J- John Doe would have sufficed yeah. in this situation. Uh, but Ang could not help himself. But without missing a beat. Katara walks up and introduces herself as June Pippin Paddlelopsikopolis. <laughs> she's in on the game. She fucking drilled it too. She's, yeah. She heard it one time, walked up to the soldier, and she is in. Yeah, she is now going full method actor. She, as well. yeah, she's she,
2: she yes ended the hell out of that.
0: I bought it. Everyone bought it. <laughs> the soldier tells her to keep an eye on her crazy grandpa. And they're about to walk into the city, but the soldier says, wait a minute, but just tell Sokka to respect the elderly and carry his grandfather's bag, which Aang loves. Yep, yep. Um, The huge stone walls of the city slide open, and the soldier watches them walk inside. But then Momo's ears pop out of Aang's fake hair, and the soldier goes, whoa? Classic. It's a good bit, but it is too late. Before he can stop them, the stone doors slide closed. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, How are these uh, stone doors? How do they work? How do they function? What is the mechanism? Is there a mechanism? Is somebody earth bending them open and closed?
0: Got to be. That's got to be exactly what it is. So somebody
2: closed them as this guy was noticing something. These are poor guards, bad at their jobs.
0: Well, there might have been some guards that weren't exactly in... Eye shot of ears is eye shot a thing? Ear shot's a thing.
2: Yeah, um, within line of sight, I think is what people would say. We'll say eye shot. No, we'll say eye shot. Okay, yeah, that's fine with me.
0: Uh, there were some guards that were in charge of the door operations that were not in eye shot of mm-hmm. what happened here. <laughs> um, so I guess that other soldier could have shouted and been like, "Hey, s- stop moving the doors!" But he was shocked,
2: or he could have b- bended them back open.
1: Is Maybe it is it as,
2: what's the past tense of bending in terms of doing it as magic? Is it still bent or would it be? I would almost say bended or would it be bended? I said bended because that felt right. But then I'm like, that's not a word. It's it's bent. These are the important questions.
0: Uh, I think that you should probably think about getting bent so we can oh, move on with this podcast.
2: I'll, episode. I'll consider it. I'll put, I'll put it in for consideration and
0: get back to you. It's just a thing that I want you to think about. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have to make a decision right now, but by the end of the episode, if you could let me know kind of where you landed on that. All right. All right. Thank you, everyone. That's a little spoiler for uh, the end of the episode, too. <laughs> Hang on to it. That's a, It's a teaser. It, it'll keep you hooked until we're finished here. Yeah, we will definitely be revisiting that. Uh, we're not going to forget that in about five seconds. <laughs> uh, here we are. We're inside. Uh, Omashu is a... Huge tiered city with buildings reaching high into the sky, uh, all connected by miles and miles of stone chutes and tubes mm-hmm. that serve as the delivery system for packages and goods, which are powered by earth bending and gravity.
2: Yeah, I think this is the place that I mentioned remembering in episode one with the okay. chutes. I believe that it is, but uh, my memory would have told me that he rode on his air ball around on them. And I don't believe he does that.
0: Not in this episode. You know, there's time. We might Mm -hmm. return to Omashu on many, many occasions. It is possible. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Spoiler for a thing that may or may not happen. You'll find out. Uh, But... You know, we're looking at these shoots and you kind of as soon as you see them, you know, kind of what's going to happen next.
2: Yeah. Yep. This is the town from uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts.
0: Wow. Uh, You're really pushing my memory here, Brendan. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. A game that I did finish but i don't remember any of the specific levels of said game the
2: patience of a god to finish that game that was the hub world of the game
0: okay even that i i barely recall i just remember spending hours trying to get my vehicles to not max out the weight requirements uh hmm i fucking hated that game and that's all i have to say about it i think it was a Pretty good game that shouldn't have had Banjo-Kazooie attached to it. Probably why I hated it. That's exactly why most people (laughs) hated it. Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom, which is not what that game is called. It's not? Uh, It's just called Tears of the Kingdom, not Breath of the Wild 2, like I said. Oh, oh. Uh, that looks like it might have a little nuts and bolts things going on. Link is riding around, uh, some open fields and some weird looking contraptions that I think you might be responsible for creating. I hate that. We will see. Could be. (laughs) Uh, it's going to be a disaster. Anyway, here we are. Shoots and tubes in this city. Uh, Aang has a quick flashback to his old friend who used to live here his old friend boomy boomy perhaps we'll learn more about boomy outside of this flashback probably not
2: probably not no he'll never show up again he is uh
0: crazy as fuck though this little kid wild child he's a crazed little boy with a crooked smile and one squinty eye like an old prospector
2: <laughs> absolute lunatic this kid <laughs>
0: Someone should have checked in on this kid a long time ago because it seems like he's not doing well. Uh, But they're looking out over these chutes and he tells Aang to open his brain to the possibilities. I think he's got a funny little accent and it makes me wonder what they gave this voice Mm -hmm. acting kid, like what direction they gave to him.
2: I couldn't figure out what the accent was trying to be uh, the whole time. Both times I watched the episode, I was like, what is he doing with this voice?
0: I don't get it, especially considering like, uh I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but perhaps we'll <laughs> revisit this kid at another age at some point. And I feel like that version doesn't doesn't do it, <laughs> have this voice. <laughs> he does not. Uh, Yeah, they wanted this kid to sound like weird and eccentric, and they kind of did the wrong thing with it. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, Boomy says what they're really looking at is the world's greatest super slide. And Aang calls him a mad genius as we focus on Boomy's face. And he lets out a big snorty laugh as goofy organ circus music starts playing. (laughs) It's kind of creepy.
2: (laughs) Uh, And the laugh just keeps going on. He keeps like stopping and starting again for what feels like forever
0: resetting yeah, <laughs> getting all of his laugh animations out um they ride down one of the shoots in one of these stone shipping containers and that's kind of the end of the flashback which is weird i wonder yeah i wonder why we would spend so much time with this kid just for him to never come back up in the uh, episode again yeah it's no, weird that would, they it's would strange. do that
2: well they did want to set up the sliding around on the thing
0: and his friend boomy mm-hmm. the child known as boomy yeah who Died in childhood, I'm pretty sure. Yep. who died sliding down these things. Died after, sometime after Aang disappeared in the ice. And he said, well, I'm going to pour one out one last time for Aang and go down these chutes. And then (laughs) he got hammered and tried to go down one of the chutes. Met his tragic end. (laughs) Uh, Weird that we would have spent so much time with him in this flashback. But, uh, oh, well, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yep, that's it. Classic character. This young boomy back to present day, Aang is taking Sokka and Katara for a ride on these stone shoots, which turns out to be the only reason that we are here at all. That checks out, actually,
2: that that is wholly in character for uh, Aang to just be like, we got to stop here to do some dumb shit before we can move on.
0: Everything that he has done so far, yeah, the only reason that we have strife in this television show is that Aang is on his Extreme Stunts world tour <laughs> and wants to get some yeah, dumbass stuff done and gets himself in trouble along the way.
2: We're on Jackass and this is the, the
0: <laughs> poop shoot. I'm Aang and this is Stone Sliding. Bow, now, now, now. Uh, that's all well and good, but, uh, are we ever going to get to the North Pole? Who fucking knows at this point? Probably not. Probably not. It's going to take the entire show to get there. <laughs> honestly, it seems that way. Yeah, it's, it's weird that the whole thing is like, oh, Aang's got to learn all the elements and he only gets to learn water bending in like the last couple episodes of the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> he really fucked it up. Yeah, not uh, not the way that this was supposed to go for him. But here we are. We're going to go for a little slide. Katara is nervous about it, but Aang sends them hurtling down the chute. Brendan, I guess my question for you is, would you do it? Uh, at my age now,
2: no. No, I would not. Mm. Nope. That looks deadly.
0: <laughs> what if you lived in a cartoon world where uh, there were no circumstances?
2: Then absolutely,
0: yeah. I guess that's a dumb question, because <laughs> who, who wouldn't at that
2: point? Yeah, if, if there's no danger at all. Like, the worst that happens is maybe I, I am flat for, like, a few seconds until I blow on my
0: thumb. <laughs> and then uh, a pretty lady walks by, and your tongue rolls out on the floor, <laughs> and you yeah. go, awooga. My eyes pop out. Mm-mm, some steam pours out of your ears.
2: <laughs> that's not... That's not the first Tex Avery
0: reference we've made on this show. No, almost almost certainly not. It's probably about the fifth or sixth time we've done that. And it won't be the last. It's nope. a that is a gotta recap guarantee. You just try and stop us. No. This is what I live for, okay? I have nothing else. Uh we're sliding. We're sliding down the chutes. Everyone's got their hands in the air. It's a hell of a ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's go through the sequence of events.
2: Okay, one.
0: One, of course, Aang, he fucking loves it. Sokka, Katara, and Momo, who is with them, do not love this. Nope. Uh, There is a slab that is carrying some spears pointed directly out at them that appears from behind. Probably not the safest way. (laughs) Extremely unsafe. To deliver these spears, but I guess it's probably the quickest,
2: huh? I guess so. But, like, even if there weren't children riding on this thing, that's still
0: incredibly dangerous. You don't want them to plow through whatever is in <laughs> front of them.
2: The guy at the bottom, like, who has to stop them and then send them along their way. What if he's, like, not paying attention for a second? It just goes hurtling off one end into, like, a marketplace or something?
0: Impaled. It would impale anyone. Um. Not, yeah, I, I think maybe somebody ought to call... Uh, like a like a like the union reps for these uh, earthbending mail deliverers. Is there, a, uh, is there an OSHA in this universe? I'm thinking so. I'm thinking <laughs> so. There's a, an ocean that they've been flying over oh. for a long time. <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> Aang wobbles their cart around and they fly off the track and slide safely on a rooftop. Yep, destroying all of the shingling along the way. It's going to take... A hell of a long time to put that back. They're going to have
2: to, like, redo the whole roof.
0: Yeah, it's, it's total. That's a total roof. <laughs> the the expense. There's probably structural damage. Those things are made of stone. You're going to have to get, like, uh, an, an appraisal on how much that <laughs> is going to cost. And uh, who do you who do you charge that to? Ang doesn't have any money. No, he's the avatar. He doesn't need to pay for things. That things are just given to him. Yeah. Uh, perhaps the titular king of Omashu will spot the, uh, they'll, they'll kind of front the cost for these repairs. But, Hopefully. Uh, we don't know who this is just yet. I, I just hope
2: that they're, uh, reasonable, good head and, on their uh, shoulder, friendly person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't wear garish outfits. We'll find out. Yeah. I'm sure all of those things are true. All those things are probably true. I mean, if you're going to be a king, you have to, uh, you know, fit the mold. <laughs> um, An Earth Kingdom soldier is uh, training some new recruits to be prepared for anything. And as he's giving the speech, the uh, cart that they're in lands in front of all of them. And there's a wicked, gnarly freeze frame where they're all kind of like. Putting their hands against each other and people's tongues are sticking out. It's kind of a fun, fun I bit. I
2: did really like the freeze frame. I thought that was very fun. I also half expected like a Jojo meme to kick in just then, mm. like roundabout starts blasting. <laughs> yeah, to be
0: continued. <laughs> uh, that would be really good. Brendan. you know, I got a screen grab of that. Of course. Why wouldn't you? The If ever there was an opportunity in these episodes, that was it. Oh, yeah. It's like they were asking for it, though. They paused it for you. They said, hey, Nick, I know you got to make some social media posts this week. What if we made your life a lot easier? And I said, thank you, Saka. I believe you're probably responsible for this. Probably.
2: Saka is the uh, head of photography
0: on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just look at the credits. Uh, don't skip the credits at the end of the episode. You may be surprised who you'll find. <laughs> Uh, they bounce away out of that freeze frame. The show moves on. They land in another shoot and Katara tells Aang, do something. Use your airbending. Aang says, yeah, good point. That will make us go even faster.
2: Mm hmm. This fucking kid.
0: Reckless. <laughs> Reign it in, Avatar. She should just slap him. <laughs> just just yeah. fucking strike him. <laughs> hey, Aang, cut the shit. <laughs>
2: Punch him in the head. Get him to stop.
0: Whatever you need to do. <laughs> it seems like whatever Aang says goes. And Yeah. Uh, these two have to really kind of... Yeah, get this kid... Get this kid in line. He's out of control. He's d- demolishing the city and soon to be demolishing their bodies. <laughs> if he had it his way. Uh, not safe. Um, they're near the bottom of the track. Yeah, just as you said. There's a guy kind of uh, working... These carts that are stopped right at the bottom of the chutes, kind of moving them along to where they need to go. Uh, They all scream in unison and the earthbender pushes the cart away and then they sigh in relief and then another cart appears and then they do the exact same scream. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a good bit. It's a pretty good bit. Uh, They plow through that cart and then are just free falling through the air. But Aang catches everyone with some fancy earthbending and their cart Uh, And then gets them all back in the cart as they land on yet another roof. Yep. Uh, The manic music cuts out for a minute. Someone is peacefully whistling in their home, painting a vase between two very big breakable windows. Do I even really need to say what happens?
2: (laughs) There's a couple guys carrying a pane of glass for some reason. Exactly.
0: A giant, like a <laughs> ten-tiered wedding cake.
2: Yeah, a bunch of crates of watermelons.
0: Ang <laughs> does apologize to this guy for breaking his vase, so like they're good. Yeah, yeah, it's all forgiven. Um, they crash through one more wall, and we see yes, the cabbage merchant. He has made it into the city with a brand new cabbage cart. Very quickly,
2: impressive. Yeah, did he go get it, or is it a, is it a new one?
0: Makes you wonder if he's got some on standby because that one that plummeted into the t- into the canyon below, there's no saving that.
2: Yeah, he's just got them stashed all over the city.
0: Hmm. First in, first out. You know, you get you clear one, mm-hmm. push it aside. More cabbages ready to go. Fuck yeah, I got your cabbage hookup right here. That's business, baby. That's <laughs> capitalism at its finest. Uh, the fun comes to an end as their heavy stone cart crushes the cabbages beneath them. Once again, the merchant screams, my cabbages! Yep, he sure does. (laughs) (laughs) We're led to believe this will be a classic line because it's already been said twice in one episode.
2: In like 15 minutes. Probably even even less
0: than that. (laughs) Um... Yes, the cabbages are gone, and the uh, thrill ride is over. Some soldiers surround Aang, Sokka, and Katara and arrest them. Uh, They are brought before the titular king of Omashu, who is sitting in a big green throne room wearing a big green robe. It's a little on the nose with all the green. Mm -hmm.
2: That's the the
0: Earthbender way. They gotta really let you know. But honestly, it seems like it's the, the every nation way everyone in the water tribe is wearing blue yeah yeah all the all the fire nation soldiers are wearing red it's very nice of them to to fly their colors like that yeah just so you know uh this is this is kind of what i'm all about Mm -hmm. this is where i'm from
2: because of that though i did assume that the village from the last episode was earthbenders as well which i think we know that it was because that woman uh i can't remember her name now uh the other avatar was an earthbender.
0: Kiyoshi was from the uh, earth kingdom originally. That is true. Um, We didn't see any earthbending. You know, Brendan, this episode, and we'll have a little more earthbending to go Mm -hmm. as we go along, but this is our first introduction to the art of earthbending.
2: It is. We've now seen every form of bending in some way.
0: This was the last on the list. Uh, Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but uh, how are we feeling about earthbending? Are, are we thinking it's pretty cool?
2: Uh, I think it's all right. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm not super impressed by it.
0: Oh, what's not to love? You can make a big rock. And that's pretty much that's all it, it is. It. is you that's can make it. A big rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on. List some more things you can do. <laughs> uh, you can pick up the big rock that you made. <laughs> You can break the big rock into little small rocks. As soon as one of them
2: does some pocket sand, then I'll then I might change my tune. It's on the table. It could be it mean, is. Yep, yeah, they could do some crazy pocket sand.
0: Oh, that might also be a good earth or air bending move as well. You could really swirl that pocket sand around in the You
2: air. really could. Yep, yeah, really grind it in there.
0: <laughs> you could do some water bending, make some pocket mud. Less fun. Less fun, still okay. And then Firebenders. What I mean, what Pocket Glass? Pocket glass, glass is what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Actually, you know what? That's I don't I don't <laughs> know what that looks like, but it's pretty cool. Tiny shards of glass flying
2: at you would be pretty All scary. All right, that
0: might be the best <laughs> one. God damn it, Firebenders! You always find a way to impress us on the show. And I mean, even, even when we're bullshitting.
2: <laughs> even if the Earthbenders could do Pocket Sand, your point about the Airbending. Is good because you could pocket sand an airbender, but then they just blow it right back at you.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then it
2: turns it into uh, like a Zelda boss fight where you're just you're you're bouncing it back yeah. and forth at each other. It's
0: <laughs> gonna say, it's gonna say the exact same <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's true. So you better your timing better not be off in that <laughs> fight. It's all a rhythm based kind of uh, yeah. fighting system that they find themselves in. Uh, Wow, the implications of pocket glass are driving my mind wild. We simply must move on before I can't talk about anything else ever again.
2: (laughs) Well, actually, no, we can't yet, because that makes the Avatar so much fucking scarier because the Avatar could do all of it, like pocket sand into pocket pocket glass and then sped up with an air blast. And then I guess he covers you in mud or water or whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if, you, if Water, you want to. Yeah, waterbending doesn't really fit into this scenario. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> sit, a, sit sit off to the side for a minute, waterbenders. <laughs> we've got adult games to play here. You'll, you'll
2: get your turn.
0: <laughs> Once we get to yeah, a wetter environment, we'll call you back to the table. There's but we've probably got important things to talk there's about.
2: There's probably a very fun waterbending drinking game where you're trying to, like, force a shot into someone else's mouth and they're trying to force it into your mouth and you're just bending it back and forth, like, whoever's stronger. That would be kind of fun. Completely unrelated
0: to Pocket Sand, but there's something they can do. Hmm. I do think that the water tribes probably do have the best drinking games yeah. of all of the other nations. Yeah, You're on to something here, so... <laughs> Even if their uh, yeah, bending techniques are not practical in every kind of combat situation that we've described so far, they fucking know how to party. It's, my man.
2: it's important to have fun.
0: Yeah. If you're not enjoying it, why are you even <laughs> doing it? And the only way to enjoy it is being fucking hammered. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Uh, here's the king. Yes, he's wearing green. It's very green. He's also wearing a crown with big antlers on it.
2: Are they antlers or feathers? I've read them as feathers.
0: Uh, they're kind of somewhere in the middle. All right. At times, they seem floppy like feathers. At other times, they seem rigid like antlers. So I'm not... I yeah. Honestly, I'm not sure what they are. Could be anything. <laughs> it's not super important. Doesn't matter, but uh, we're going to be thinking about it for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway... The king is a crazed old man with a crooked smile and one squinty eye like an old prospector. Yep, yeah,
2: yep. Yeah. I wonder who, who I can't who it could be.
0: I can't think of any other characters who have ever had this exact look before.
2: No, no. Drawing a blank on it.
0: Probably not worth, yeah, like spending time remembering back to like the old days of this podcast, like five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Who can I it's it's all short term memory, baby. We're on we're on one thing and then immediately on to the next. We can't yep. spend time lingering in the past.
2: We don't have time for it. The show's already yeah. too long.
0: Yeah. There's <laughs> places to be, elements to bend, we gotta get to them. Um a soldier announces their charges, including uh malicious destruction of cabbages is one of the charges. Mm-hmm.
2: Which I love that that's uh, a charge in the books. It happens. Yep, yep. It happens enough that
0: they've they've written it into law. Um, the uh, there might be an official punishment for this as well. The cabbage merchant, for some reason, is allowed to be in the room as they're announcing the charges. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's a uh, it's uh, they they have a right to
0: face their accuser. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the punishment. That the cabbage merchant suggests for this is to take off all of their heads, one for each head of cabbage.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, more heads than they have.
0: There are only three of them, and there were more than three cabbages on the cabbage cart. Mm-hmm.
2: So is the implication that he wants to like put the head back on and then take it off again.
0: And then just do it again. But where's the fun in that? You know, you've already ended the life. <laughs> At that point, it's just... A little, a little macabre. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know, he's got to get his kick somehow. He has no cabbages to sell anymore. This is, yeah, this
0: is the only thing that brings me joy anymore is the death of children. (laughs) Somebody clip that. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by what I said. Uh, The king is about to pass judgment and studies the three children before him. Sokka averts his gaze, Katara smiles and glows warmly to try to melt the king's old heart. Mm-hmm. Uh Aang also averts his gaze, but the king is focused intently on him. And then he announces the punishment and he says, throw them. And there's a pause. And he says, A feast. Mm-hmm. Oh, how nice. Bet you didn't see that coming. I didn't. Nope. Surprise, a feast is how they will be punished. <laughs> the cabbage merchant is pissed. This is not what he wanted. Rightfully so. He did not get, yeah, what was due to him. Some familiar goofy organ circus music starts playing that I think I've heard somewhere else before. I can't quite recall. It must just
2: be like a motif of the episode. They just love that circus. Is that like the, the Earth tribe or the Earth Kingdom theme?
0: Yeah, every time somebody earthbends, it does some goofy clown shit. <laughs> it's because earthbending's stupid and they know it. it. it's It's dumb, and they're a bunch of buffoons. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, It's feasting time, baby. There's a lavish spread before all of them. And uh, even Momo is getting his fill at this feast. Mm -hmm. Um, The king offers Aang some chicken with no skin on it, which to me sounds terrible. Uh, yeah, I
2: mean, it's it's fine, but I wouldn't be like thrilled about it if they were like a feast, but no skin on the chicken. All All right, well, I mean, I guess thanks for the feast, but like,
0: fuck. Free food, but you couldn't have done a little bit better than that. (laughs)
2: Look, I don't mean to be an ungracious guest, but.
0: (laughs) What the fuck are Uh, you doing? We've been flying for (laughs) weeks on the back of this bison eating nothing but. acorns and all I can get is skinless chicken. Where did you put you're the skin? King. Bring the skin out here now, yeah. old man. <laughs> You've got it somewhere. You didn't just throw it out. <laughs> I know you're saving it. The cracklings, the chicken cracklings. Yeah. Perhaps, yeah, they'll feast on those later. Ang will not be partaking, though. He reveals he is a vegetarian, which I don't think is something that we knew to this point. It is
2: not, no. And I would have said, I thought I saw him eat fish. But I mm. probably didn't. We saw him ride fish. That's true. Yep. You see, he doesn't. He doesn't like to eat the animals. <laughs> he right. likes. That's not to, what it's about. He likes them
0: to suffer when they're alive. Uh. So the king instead stuffs that chicken leg straight into Sokka's mouth, and he seems satisfied. Mm-hmm. Katara says to Aang that uh, this guy's crown is a little crooked, which I think is a good way to describe a kooky king.
2: Yep, I think so. And she, she has a wry little smile. Like she knows what she did. She's yeah, like, that was yeah. a good one. Somebody fucking,
0: somebody give me some props. Yeah, and daps her up like, that was fucking <laughs> tight, Katara.
2: <laughs> Katara, you're on fire today.
1: That was good as hell. <laughs> Got his ass. So tell me, young bald one, where are you from? I'm from Kangaroo Island. Oh, Kangaroo Island, eh? I hear that place is really hopping. <laughs> what it was pretty funny
0: if anyone was going to love the king's jokes it would be Sokka
2: it would be uh and I like the implication that they're a little quick for him
0: it's <laughs> got stew on it for a second oh, hold on hold on let what? me put the pieces of this together that
2: feels like a joke why was it funny um
0: <laughs> nobody else is laughing yet but I'm ready to is I'm it p- is now the yeah, time I'm pretty
2: sure that was a joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm, okay, here we go. I hope I hope this is the right, <laughs> appropriate reaction. The king yawns and says, uh, oh, all these good jokes are making me tired, which I think is also very funny, uh, but then pulls a chicken leg out from his sleeve and hucks it straight at Aang, mm-hmm. who stops it in a ball of air, and the king... Reveals to everyone that Aang is not who he says he is. He is the Avatar, actually, and says, "What do you have to say for yourself, Mister Pippin Paddleopsicopolis?"
2: <laughs> Everybody's really good with this name.
0: It only takes one try for everyone. Okay, so well, and now here's the challenge, Brendan. I've said it at three or four <laughs> times to times. this point. I'm not <laughs> going to send you the text of this name. Do you think that you can repeat to me right now the name Pip and Pippin Pip and Nailed it. You fucking drilled it in mm-hmm. one, my dear. If
2: you hadn't said it again though, I would have got it wrong. Because during
0: that have waited. During that whole spiel, I was trying to remember it because you had just said it. How many pips and pads and op op pop pop op? How I, much pop I, pop? I, is I would in have there? said
2: pippa pad and pop <laughs>
0: That's like ten snuffleupagus. Oh, I, can't, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Oh, uh, you got it. Yeah,
2: no, you nailed that one.
0: It's like a bunch of those stuck together in one. <laughs> but add a couple peas. <laughs> Maybe that is a more common surname in the world of it Avatar. Must we just don't be. Know that. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Pippin Paddlelopsicopolises.
2: That's just Smith in, in this world. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, go through the phone book and it will be several pages worth of pips and pip. Oh, now okay, now I oh. screwed it
2: up.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, Aang admits, yes, I'm the Avatar. He plays it all cool. He looks under the table and he's like, oh, no firebenders here. Guess I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, grabs Sokka and Katara and tries to casually back his way out of the room, but the soldiers block him and Katara says, let us leave. And the king says, let us leaf? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he takes a bite of a lettuce leaf. It's a very close-up shot of him with his old billy goat mouth biting into a leaf of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> How does anything get done in this fucking city? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's
2: just like a figurehead. He's not actually the king of anything. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just in title only. Yeah, they have a prime minister in uh, Omashu. Just roll him out for appearances. Yeah, this king is a train wreck. Uh, The king says that the Avatar must face three deadly challenges the next day. Then there is a long conversation between him and a guard about where to bring everyone. I feel like I can't effectively describe how this conversation goes, so I'm just going to go ahead and insert the
1: episode audio right here for everyone. But for now, the guards will show you to your chamber. My liege, do you mean the good chamber or the bad chamber? The newly refurbished chamber. Wait, which one are we talking about? The one that used to be the bad chamber. Until the recent refurbishing, that is. Of Of course, we've been calling it the new chamber, but we really should number them. Uh, Take them to the refurbished chamber that was once bad.
0: I like that bit. I think it was pretty good. It is a good joke, but like, unless I'm forgetting something... This is by far like the weirdest sequence in Avatar history is them trying to figure out like the the which chamber are you referring to, my lord? Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh He even says as much. He's like, we should really number these things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is confusing even for us. Can you imagine what the <laughs> viewers at home are probably thinking? And they also refer to us viewers at home, which is really yeah, weird. That, that was no. That was weird. That's
2: the first time they've done that. Um, I hope that continues, though.
0: It was really odd for me when I was watching it, and boom! Oh, boomy! I almost said that. We don't oh, know that yet. Cut that. Cut that. Cut
1: that. Uh, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Uh, he says, uh, "Take them to the chamber." By the way, Brendan, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, and I went.
0: Well, I know that Brendan is watching this, and it's Valentine's Day, but I'm not Brendan. <laughs> so that was really confusing for me. Well, so I, I appreciated I sure of it. Yeah, it was nice. I'm sure it was nice for you. Did he say the same message? I mean, he must have said the same message to you in your viewing of the episode.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And then he said, go ahead and tell somebody. No one will ever believe you. But I guess you will.
0: <laughs> By the way, I'm your father. Oops. <laughs> What's going on in this episode? <laughs> uh, weird stuff. Um, but that's just what you get when you mess with King. Huh? <laughs> Uh, They are led into their prison cell and are truly impressed with the new refurbishing here. Mm -hmm. Looks pretty nice for a prison cell. It's
2: very nice. Yeah, swanky.
0: I wouldn't mind being locked up there if I had to be. Um, They are trying to bust out and Aang tries to stuff Momo through some air vents to go get help. But Momo has gotten too fat from the feast that they just had. So not going to work and they give up for the night and go to sleep. Uh, Aang wakes up the next morning when an Earth Kingdom soldier enters the room, but Katara and Sokka are gone, and the soldier says that the king will free them if Aang completes all of his challenges and then takes Aang's staff away. Uh, He is led to the king, who wants Aang's opinion on his new purple robe, Mm -hmm. which looks all right. I think it's fine.
2: Yeah, it's very ceremonial.
0: Yeah, it's fit for a king for sure, uh, adorned with Earth Kingdom symbols on it. But it is the purple. So I gave him shit earlier for wearing all green. And now that he's not wearing green, I'm almost like I kind of wish he was wearing green.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard to tell now what uh, nation he represents.
0: <laughs> Who are you really? Where are we <laughs> in this world? You got to
2: stick to the code here, man.
0: Uh, Aang says it's fine, the robe, and uh, the king says that he has passed the first test, but not one of the deadly tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aang doesn't have time for this and rushes at the king and demands he free his friends. The king reveals Sokka and Katara behind a wall and has rings placed on their fingers that are made of pure genomite, also known as creeping crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are essentially... At this moment, just little ring pops. Yep. Basically, yeah. And as it turns out, as it's revealed later in the episode, if they had just treated them as ring pops, we might have not ever been in this situation. <laughs> it
2: would have been no problem at all.
0: We could have solved that right from the jump. Uh but he says the crystal will spread and cover them completely by the end of the day, unless Aang completes all of the challenges. So here we are, challenge number one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's take on the first challenge. It seems I've lost my lunchbox key and I'm hungry. Would you mind fetching it for me? hmm The king says. I, could you tell it was the king? I could. Yeah, that was pretty good. I've been working on my unnamed king <laughs> accent. <laughs> I like
2: that he frames them as like little, little everyday problems.
0: Yeah, it's like they're almost like little... They're like little riddles, almost. Yeah, or something. like a game. These are things that happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. I often lock my lunch. My lunchbox key yeah, is constantly <laughs> missing. Because um, I can't trust anyone when I bring my lunch into the office.
2: No, they'll steal it. and I'm running out of rat poison. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I lace my own food with rat poison, but sometimes they don't steal my food and then I eat the rat poison. And then you
2: have to eat it because if they
0: see you not eating
2: it, they're going to know something's up and stop stealing. Spoils the illusion. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And then you can't do it anymore. Um, So my hospital bills have been uh, plentiful, but also my lunches have never been better. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you would
2: think after doing it for five years, you would have developed an immunity. Or some sort of tolerance.
0: but Definitely not a tolerance, but mm. I would say a real fondness for the flavor. <laughs> it's an acquired taste, yeah. You get used to it after a while, and now I can't eat anything without it. <laughs> uh, they're in a cave covered in stalagmites, and in the middle is a powerful waterfall with a key dangling from the ceiling on a chain, and a tall stalagmite with a ladder on it is sticking up just beneath the key. Do you think these are stalagmites or stalactites? Well,
2: stalagmites are on the ground and they point up because they might touch the ceiling. Okay. Stalactites
0: hang tight to the ceiling. So I guess this room is really full of both. It is full of both, yeah. I think so far I have not screwed up the uh, correct usage, though. Nope, I don't think so. But there's plenty of time for me to do that (laughs) as we move along.
2: It could happen. Everyone, place, uh, vote maybe. now on your phone.
0: Place your bets. <laughs> text. Text. He'll blow it to 42422. Uh, <laughs> four two two. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where are we in my stupid notes that I've diverged from? <laughs> uh, yes. The uh, key is hanging from a thing. Uh, Aang hops across these spiky stone pillars and runs into the waterfall uh, grabs onto the ladder, but the force of the water is too strong. The king mocks him. He says, oh, no one's ever tried climbing the ladder before. You fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> How often does he use these trials?
0: Uh, often enough where he's yeah amused that everyone has the same tactic. <laughs> Almost as if it's put there as a trap. Not this crazy king. He wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> Uh, Aang is thrown from the waterfall and slowly stops his fall before a stalagmite goes straight up his little butthole. (laughs) You're laughing at me, but am I describing something other than what happens in the episode?
2: (laughs) You are not.
0: This is just, I'm speaking truth, okay? (laughs) It's just the word choice, I think. No, no, it was the right way. to. There is no other way. If I don't describe it that way, I'm not painting the picture of. That's right. (laughs) It's what the the, fans want. I'm doing it. Yeah. For everyone. A new tactic. He jumps up to the ceiling covered in stalactites. Mm -hmm. Still good. Yep. All right. Keep that going as long as I can. Uh, Launches himself down into the waterfall, but is tossed aside. The king laughs at this again. Uh, Brendan, they should call this challenge uh, Through the Jet Stream. Oh, they should. Do you understand my reference? Is it a JoJo
2: reference? No. Then no. Okay. So it, is gonna it, gonna it tell a tell Mario
0: it reference? Yeah, it's a Mario 64 reference. Ah, uh, yep, yep. If only Aang had a metal cap that he could wear.
2: Yeah. Oh, the level with the, the submarine. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm now, with Now... Now we've got it. Now we Was got it. Was it worth it? I Hell think yeah. so, yeah. I thought you were talking Hell about the the episode of JoJo where they have to climb the tower that has the oil shooting out of the top
0: of it. Uh no, you know what's weird is that I'm usually talking about that, but in this specific <laughs> instance, I'm just talking about something else. Yeah, yeah. Is that also called through the jet stream? Probably not. I don't okay. think so a bold choice for whoever made that first, which I believe would be Mario. What JoJo is a more contemporary anime? Yes.
2: Well, no, the manga.
0: Was oh yes, that's like The
2: 80s, I think. Right. I want to say it's been going on for a long fucking time at this point. Because I had a I had a, a Sega Saturn game that had the most modern JoJo from the anime in it. Okay. Uh, as a playable character, so. The most like modern series has been around for at least 20 years. Sure. Um, So I don't even know what's
0: going on now. I'm finding myself with a lot of free time on my hands recently. Do you think I should watch every single episode of One Piece? No. Just to say I've done it? (laughs) I don't.
2: I do not think you should do that. I mean, do you do, you do you, but... I'm not interested. Aren't there like 900 episodes of that yeah, show
0: right yeah, now? Yeah, that's why I think it would be funny for me to try to do something like that. No. But I'm not going to. <laughs> but you know that every day... Every day out there, someone is starting their One Piece journey with episode one of One Piece saying, I am going to watch oh, every no. episode of this. Every day we stray further from God. <laughs> from where At this point, yeah, God is dead <laughs> and we deserve the damnation that we have made for ourselves. Uh, new tactic. Mm-hmm. Aang breaks the tip off a stalagmite and hurls it. Towards the water, I could see you thinking for a second to make sure I was I was just still trying to
2: picture the... the
0: image, and I'm pretty sure you're right. Okay, good, good. I'm pretty sure that's the last time I have this written down in my notes, so I think I aced it. Yeah, you nailed it. Incredible. I have so many people I'd like to thank, and I will do that at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, breaks the tip off of it and hurls it towards the water and then gives it a little encouragement with an air gust. And it pierces through the chain and slams into the wall just above the king with the key dangling right in front of his crazy face.
2: Oh, yeah. And then he says, Enjoy your lunch, bitch.
0: <laughs> he, does, he does say that. He says, Lunch is served, bitch. <laughs> he says both of those things.
2: He says them both. Like he couldn't figure out which
0: one he yeah. wanted to say. Dang, <laughs> like, so he
1: just... hey, you really should pick a <laughs> catchphrase here,
0: bitch. Then they call each other bitch for a while. They just go back and
2: forth. No, you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> Second challenge. It seems I've lost my pet Flopsy. Mm-hmm. Cuts to Aang jumping down into a pit to grab a little bunny rabbit. Yep. The king wants Aang to bring Flopsy to him. Aang tries to grab this little bunny rabbit, but a gigantic beast with long horns and long ears, lets out a mighty roar through sharp teeth just behind him. And the bunny rabbit runs off. Aang chases after it as the king cackles maniacally. Uh, The rabbit squirms its way into a hole in the wall. Aang desperately tries to reach for it as the giant creature bears down on him. But then Aang has an epiphany. Yep. He realizes something. He says, Wait a minute. Flopsy? And that gigantic beast stops in its tracks and wiggles its little tail in delight. This is the real flopsy. What a twist. Who could have seen it coming? Flopsy was the uh the hero all along. And uh Aang saw through he read between the lines and figured it out. Mm-hmm. It's a test of the mind. These are all, you know, physical tests, but they're also, yeah, tests of of will, mm-hmm. perception. See how clever he is. Uh, I guess that is ultimately the lesson. We'll get to it. Uh, Ang is scooped up by the giant beast, uh, which gives him a big lick, and the king whistles Flopsy over to him, and Flopsy climbs up out of the pit and flops over onto its back. So that the king can give it a big belly rub. Oh, yeah. Aang checks in with Katara and Sokka, who are now mostly covered in crystal. uh, And he demands that the king show him the next and final challenge. Here we are. Third challenge. It's a duel. Oh, no. It's fighting time, baby. The king lets Aang choose his next opponent and two fighters appear before him. Mm Mm-hmm. One of them is a sinister-looking fighter with a curved spear and a big scar across his face, uh, and he's sporting a devilish smile. Kind of like a slender, sly assassin kind of type. Yeah. Uh, The other fighter is just a gigantic behemoth of a man wielding a two-handed battle axe.
2: Yeah, I hope he fights the assassin.
0: Uh, I'm not sure which one I would pick, but the assassin probably has some, yeah, cool, like, weapons up his sleeves. Yeah, it'd be, a f- it'd be fun. The other one is just, yeah, big. And Aang is very fast, so he could probably make pretty quick work of him.
2: <clears throat> I think Aang could take either of them, yeah. It doesn't really matter who he picks.
0: Well, it doesn't matter who he picks, but it is up to Aang to pick his opponent. Uh, the king is standing between the two of them and says, point and choose! And Aang thinks about that and says, so whoever I point to, that's the person I get to fight. And the king knows what game Aang is trying to play. And a smile creeps across his face and he says, choose wisely. Mm Mm-hmm. Aang thinks on it a little bit more and then points straight at the king himself. Gonna wreck this old man. Yeah, he's gonna fucking end this old man's old life. (laughs) You've lived a good one, king, and now it's time to go. Uh, or so he thinks, because the king laughs at this and says, wrong choice. <laughs> his bones start to crack and his hunched back straightens out, which honestly is disgusting. It's disgusting
2: and probably very terrifying.
0: <laughs> and probably very painful for him. Or it
2: feels really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it 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 might. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hard to say depends. I, I feel like it depends how often he has to do this. Mm-hmm. Like if this is the first time he's done it in a very, very long time, it might hurt a little bit just to get those old joints working again. Yeah. Hard to say.
2: Yeah. I just know that like when I crack my back it feels awesome.
0: Uh, and you do usually until you crack your back, uh, you do usually have the posture of the old. King. Yeah. Yep.
2: I've, uh, I have a
0: famous, a famous hunch. You're wearing a big purple robe every time we record. I, yeah, I love this thing. It's weighted. Yeah. It yeah, helps keep you calm so you yeah. don't go too off the deep end and say something <laughs> that you might regret. Uh, I wish I could say the same. I only say things I regret on this show. Um, But it's too late now. A uh, muscular leg pokes out from the bottom of his robe and which flies away to reveal, oh shit, the king is jacked. He's fucking ripped, boy. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> fucking, yeah, it's <laughs> The king is uh, fucking stacked. He's got huge bulging muscles. He looks better than anyone I've ever seen. <laughs> which is very funny to have his old crazy head sitting on top of, yeah, like the most muscular body in animation history.
2: It's all the skinless chicken.
0: That's true. Yeah, you know, we, we kind of poo-pooed that earlier, but clearly it's working for him. <laughs> it's like the rock, how like the rock eats 15 pounds of cod a day or something. That's too much cod. Oh, look at his body. <laughs> Adonis, he looks great. Uh, the king, yeah, he's got it going on. He's more than he had originally seemed. He stomps the ground and sends Aang flying into a big battle arena and then he leaps down to meet him um the king taunts ang for making the wrong choice and says that in reality i'm the most powerful earthbender that you will ever see
2: is i wonder if that's true i'll have to make a note of that for later
0: We're going to have some options, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, my man is definitely going to be on the list Mm -hmm. to this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To this point. Yeah. It's, again, the first episode we've had with Earthbenders in it, so I guess that's not really.
2: I think I've seen three Earthbenders in this episode.
0: (laughs) We're going to have to make a list of every Earthbender, even the unnamed ones. Mm -hmm. And then by the time this is all said and done. We'll uh, rank them against each other. We'll do a kind of earthbending tournament to see who would win in hypothetical fights. Does that sound fucking maddening to you? Oh, I it think absolutely
2: it does, does. But my money's on the, the one sorting the mail.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you got to do that all day. You got to have tremendous stamina to mm-hmm. yeah, keep doing that. You have to have speed and accuracy. Watch out for spears. Mm hmm. Um. Probably even though like getting hit by a couple spears every now and then, like scraping against you, might make you stronger, like Goku. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, I'm not really sure why I felt the need to give this character Goku powers, but here we are. But he has them now. <laughs> He's got them. Yeah. <laughs> That's canon. <laughs> That's canon that the mail deliveries <laughs> man in Omashu is a Saiyan. <laughs> uh good for him. Um Aang wants to change his choice of fighter. The king says, there are no take backsies in my kingdom. hmm And gives Aang his staff back for the fight. Uh, the king launches some big-ass rocks towards Aang and criticizes him for not striking back. Typical airbender fashion, avoid and evade. Yep. Cowards. That's what all the airbenders are. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then they died like dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, He stomps around and sends some big pillars towards Aang, but uh, Aang dodges them on one of his famous air scooters and uh, rides along the wall of the arena. Mm-hmm. Aang launches an attack, which the king blocks, and then he makes a joke about it being drafty in here and accuses Aang of wanting him to catch a cold. Yeah. Fucking got I, him, I guess. <laughs> I'm like resisting the urge to write down every single line of dialogue from this king because they're all worth mentioning they on are, the show. Yeah.
2: If if you're listening along and you're not watching the show, uh, you should probably just watch this one. Uh, but but wait wait until we're done and then go watch it.
0: Yeah, give us the time and then uh, make the time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only have so much time, which is why I'm not writing them all down. I would, but we'd simply we just got to. <laughs> Soldier on <laughs> the people can only take so much. <laughs> I can only take so much myself. Um Aang rushes the king, uh, but he turns the ground to quicksand beneath Aang's feet, which is a pretty good earthbending, which is move. a pretty
2: good earthbending move. Yep, I will. I will. He gets points for the quicksand move.
0: If you're unsure about earthbending in its initial presentation where it's just big rocks floating every over everyone, Mm -hmm. it seems like this king has developed like some cool strats that other people might not be up on just yet.
2: Yep. Uh, This is something, though, that I would make the argument you could also do with airbending. Make some quicksand. Mm hmm. All you'd have to do is just pump air through like the sand and up back up. Because you can do like a quicksand. I've seen you can fill a hot tub with with sand. And then if you pump air through like little holes in the bottom of it, it basically turns to quicksand.
0: I've never I guess I'm now realizing in this exact moment that I've never really been sure what quicksand really is or like how it becomes a thing. I always thought of it as like watery sand, but maybe that's not right.
2: I think that's also a thing because you'll see like pumice floating on water also looks like solid ground, but you'll sink right into it.
0: Okay. Um, this is a question again. It's another question for the scientists, and uh, that is not you and me. So we mm-hmm. should leave it alone.
2: Yeah, like, join us over on our sister podcast where we talk about quicksand exclusively for two hours at a time every other week.
0: Uh, quicksand in quicksand. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm trying to think of a title.
2: Uh, sand.
0: Um, sand. Quick. It's
2: a. It's a. It's not two hours long. It's a half hour show.
0: Sand sand up comedy. (laughs) That's terrible. That's so that's so bad. But it's such a bad title that it draws people in, much like quicksand does. Hey, Mm -hmm. fucking okay. Yeah, yeah, there you
2: go. You know what? You You sold me. Find us on quicksand comedy. No, it's it's sand up comedy. You've already gotten the name wrong. Fucking god damn it! God damn it, Nick.
0: Our branding. It's the a failure of a podcast before it's even begun. Sand up comedy. Okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> yes, there's quicksand. and can barely free himself before two large boulders slam his position. Uh, he leaps up high and lands a blow and then does a cool matrix dodge of another large boulder, which heads straight towards the king. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the king demolishes just in time. I'm really upset with myself for forgetting that I said sand up comedy. <laughs> It's kind of like (laughs) launched into something without remembering what I had actually said (laughs) myself.
2: We we have been over uh, the short term memory of the hosts on this show. Just in this. You've you've
0: forgotten. It was in this episode that we did it, though. Uh, And what episode are we talking about? Because I can't remember. I think
2: it's. uh, Well, it's my it's in my top five.
0: Okay, So it's getting that out of the way. Probably
2: episode five.
0: Sand up comedy. Uh the king focuses super hard and lifts up the entire platform that they had just been standing on. Mm-hmm. Uh Aang has to act fast and starts running around in a circle and forms a big tornado, which seems like a cheat.
2: Um, yeah, I think Sonic the Hedgehog does that. What's the difference? I think really? he stole that move from Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Um, Aang does later on in this episode refer to how much he loves vegan chili dogs yep yep so this all tracks (laughs) but who's the tales who is the tales of the avatar universe is it sokka it would probably be appa
2: hmm because he can fly because he can fly yeah and he's always building airplanes
0: and I feel like Tails has a sort of reverence for Sonic, which mm. Sokka, I feel like, does not have for No, any.
2: I think Sokka, I want to give him the Knuckles spot, but that seems unfair to... Uh, Knuckles is too cool. Yeah, that seems unfair to, um... <laughs> fuck.
0: You got it? Zuko. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think Zuko might be the shadow You think so? I don't do shadow and because spoiler alert,
2: I think they become friends at some point. Um, Shadow and Sonic. Yeah, no, no, actually, no. That's my point is I don't think they become
0: friends. Brandon, you don't know anything about them becoming friends. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Where were we? The platform rises high above them. And uh, yes, here it is. Big tornado time. Uh, The king launches the platform at Aang, but it whips around the tornado and comes straight back towards the king. Uh, He splits it in half, but Aang seizes the moment and runs in and holds his staff to the king's throat. Smiles up at the king, thinking he's got him beat, but doesn't realize the king is holding just a fucking humongous boulder right above Aang's head. Oh, yeah. So uh, they've kind of got themselves in a stalemate, but the king laughs it off and tosses the boulder aside. Fight over. It was a draw. Yeah. The king falls into the ground, leaving a man sized hole, (laughs) which is pretty good. Yep. Reemerges on a platform above them next to Sokka and Katara, who are now almost entirely covered in this crystal uh, and he says that Aang has to answer one last question before he will let them free. Uh, because he says, what's the point of tests if you don't learn anything?
2: He has a point.
0: But I feel like you've already learned everything you need to do before you take the test. That's kind of the point of the test.
2: You know what? That is actually a more fair point. The test is not to teach you. The test is to like make ma- sure you know
0: like maybe like a survey is where you might <laughs> learn something at the end of it, maybe or like a quiz, like a like a love quiz. Like <laughs> what's who are you compatible with, and then you find your forever soulmate. That's when you might learn something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh we'll see. I think Aang and this king are certainly compatible. Um, but the question is not will you be my boyfriend? Check but yes instead, or no. <laughs> check yes or no. Do you like me? <laughs> yes, no, maybe. Uh, the question is instead, what is my name?
2: Mm-hmm. I know this one. It's uh, I was. It's
0: really the first guess that you should give in any situation.
2: Any Anytime somebody quizzes you on your name or their name, rather, guess mm-hmm. Rumpelstiltskin.
0: Because if you're right, you don't have to go through all of the struggle.
2: Right. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And I think but you just, you get some gold uh, or
0: something
2: or a loom that weaves
0: <laughs> wool into gold. What's the what's the skin thing? What do I look like a 15th century <laughs> German <laughs> surf? <laughs> well, there's an episode
2: of Courage the Cowardly Dog about it. All right. His name is Rumpled Kiltskin.
0: That's pretty good.
2: Mm hmm. He's Scottish.
0: Uh, We might have to. Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) We might have to watch that episode just to be able to answer these questions. But there is one question that needs answering, which is what is the king's name? And he leaves and the three of them brainstorm on his name. Katara tells Aang to think hard about clues that he may have gotten from the challenges. Sokka has a better idea, though. Mm -hmm. He says that the king's name must be. Rocky, you know, because of all the rocks.
2: A a good guess, actually, you know,
0: not not super out there. It's not the worst thing he could have said. It could have been like, it's probably Steve. Guess (laughs) Steve. (laughs) He looks like one. (laughs) There are lots of folks with that name in the (laughs) Avatar universe. Canonically. (laughs) Uh, Katara is a good sister to Sokka and says, you know what? That is a good backup. <laughs> we'll Just put, we'll in put a pin
2: in that one for now.
0: <laughs> it's on the list. We might not go with it, but uh, I will remember it when push comes to shove. <laughs> uh, Aang thinks on the challenges and how they were all different than expected and how he had to think differently than he usually would. And surprise, surprise, the king's name comes to him. Mm-hmm. He speaks to the king and says that he solved the question and says to him, as you said long ago, I had to open my brain to the possibilities. Who said that? Oh, Brendan, don't you remember? It was uh, a certain someone with a big snorty laugh, just like the king is doing right now. As it is revealed, this is actually Aang's childhood friend, Boomy. Oh, my God. He's so old now. Uh, he's gotten very old. How fucking jarring must this age difference be? If you're Boomy, mm-hmm. you were friends with Ang as a child. You haven't seen him in a hundred years, so Boomy is like a hundred and twelve at yep. least. Yep. And now you're seeing him again. He's still a child, and you're a very old man. That's gonna be like earth shattering.
2: Yeah. You. I mean, I think that would be a pretty big deal
0: either way. Like. Even
2: from Ang's perspective,
0: yeah. For both of them, yeah. You're not how I remembered, but your attitude kind of is, because you were always a fucking crazy individual. (laughs) I should have known the second you were a fucking
2: psychopath.
0: Second you said lettuce leaf, I I think I've heard that before. (laughs) He's been making that joke for over a hundred (laughs) years. Just always carries lettuce on him so he can...
2: Just for the bit, he's really committed to that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's his moneymaker. Um, but he runs in, they hug each other. It's nice. You know, whatever. Uh, Boomy frees Sokka and Katara from their crystals, which, yes, as it turns out, they were just kind of rock candy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Could have just chomped that away at any second. Or just broken out of it. I feel like did they try? candy's not that hard. No, no. Did they did they ever try? Well, we know that Sokka fell over at one point. It didn't break. And it didn't break. So maybe when Boomy takes a bite out of this rock candy, he's actually earth bending it with his teeth. It's not actually rock candy. He's just trying to get somebody he's else to fucking take a bite. With them. Yeah, so they break all of their teeth. And then he goes,
2: <laughs> and he runs away.
0: Throws his little arms up and does a little jaunt and then clicks his heels in the air and <laughs> off he goes. Just dives head first down one of those fucking shoots. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> oh man! And then this it just ends, is... it,
2: we just get a shot of Ang standing there, and Sokka's got broken teeth falling out of his face right behind him, and Ang goes, "That's Boomy." And then and the you
0: curb get a, your enthusiasm. Music yeah. starts playing.
2: You get a black circle closes, closes in on Ang's
0: face. Uh, there were many ways they could have ended this episode. I guess that wasn't the choice. Um, I think they chose wrong. Yeah, I think they chose wrong, too, because what they kind of do here is actually fucking so stupid. Boomy lays out the whole point of the episode and says, uh, "Ang." Eventually, you are going to have to fight against Fire Lord Ozai, which is the first mention of the Fire Lord's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you do that, he says, "I hope that you will think like a mad genius anyway, Brendan. That's it. Yep. <laughs> that's what we did all of this for. mm-hmm, just that that one piece of advice. <laughs> That one piece of advice that Aang is certainly going to forget and doesn't help him progress. What does it even mean? It's unclear. (laughs) Yeah, what are you hoping he will do in that moment? Like cover the Fire Lord in rock candy?
2: (laughs) Go on a slide? Make make bad puns? Is he gonna kill him with bad puns? Like the end of Roger Rabbit?
0: Everyone knows that the Fire Lord is uh, afraid of heights. So that kind of slide might do him in. I guess. Yeah. Well, these are things that you'll find out, Brendan. Uh, Yeah.
2: I don't know enough about the fire Lord to dispute that.
0: I know. I don't. Uh, I feel bad about spoiling that for you and everyone else. So we should probably just move along. Yep, that's the whole reason this episode existed. And uh, the episode, Aang, it ends with Ang challenging Boomy to go sliding down the chutes with him one more time, which they do. Which is fun. It's nice. It's nice to have them being friends again after all this time. <laughs> and then King Boomy dies on the slides. He dies. He has a heart attack because that's not an activity for a very old man to do. Uh, But at least he went out doing what he loved. Uh, And there was there's one last loud crash off screen, and it's followed by someone calling out my cabbages. Oh, couldn't. It's the rule of threes. They had to do it. Bring it back one more time so we can have a good laugh as we close out the episode. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Brendan, that's the end of uh, episode five, The King of Omasho. Show. So here, here it's, Oma Show is not even what it's called. I'm just, I'm ready to move on, I guess. Oma, Oma Shoe? is yeah. what they say.
2: Oma because they stepped in cabbage.
0: That's going to be a
2: mnemonic device to remember the name of
0: this place. It's as good of a joke as uh, Boomy himself would have delivered at some point during the episode. I feel like... Every time I watch this episode, I get lulled into liking like the stupid goofy shit that happens with Boomy. Yeah. And then I remember that it does end with like a total wet fart of a message like we just <laughs> talked about. Like why did we do any of this?
2: It was I think it was fun. It's first
0: and foremost, it is a children's show. And this episode really reminds you of it. Really that, huh?
2: lets you know it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The problem I have is that I feel like this episode itself is skippable, but I feel like the character of Boomy is not.
2: Yeah. Um I had a good time with it. I think I think it was enough fun that I didn't mind it. I don't Yeah. I don't think if I were to rewatch it that I might like that I I or rather I do think I might skip it. Sure. If I were to rewatch the whole show, depending on, you know, like how much time I have (laughs) or how into it I am.
0: If I've got other obligations. If
2: I'm like trying to speed run the show, this one's not on the list.
0: No, no. Yeah. Leave this one off. There's not, it doesn't really get us anywhere. Um, and there are going to be filler episodes where we're reaching the point now where there's going to be, you know, a lot of filler episodes. That's the way these things go.
2: Five episodes in we're reaching that point. (laughs) They're already stretching themselves real thin.
0: Episode four of Samurai Jack was Jack, the Woolies, and the Critcholites. Was it? Wasn't that episode three? Uh,
2: Oh, no, because the first three were the...
0: Okay, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in these children's shows of the era, (laughs) most of the episodes are fillery. I guess Mm -hmm. this is different than Samurai Jack in that, like we are constantly working towards some sort of narrative goals and yep. don't take a lot of side steps and even this episode like does do filler stuff and then tries to justify it with mm-hmm. boomy giving that stupid ass line to him at the end of the episode yep yep uh
2: they they did try to justify all of it with that like the flashback them doing the sliding around in the first place i don't know I'm i almost wish they like,
0: just hadn't done that
2: yeah but then what would they have done then there would have been no episode
0: just have fun that's i i i almost wish they hadn't tried to oh oh, you wish it was just the the, the
2: filler stuff and they didn't try to justify
0: it that might have even yeah been better for me if we just we had fun we met some crazy old guy and Mm -hmm. then they didn't try to be like but actually
1: this ties into what you're trying to do Wang. here's an important message write it down let me remind you of something you can use on your quest to the North <laughs> Pole while you learn water bending. <laughs> um.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I uh, not the strongest episode, but I there are moments. Fun, yeah, there are moments of it that are definitely fun. I had a fun time talking about it for sure. Oh yeah. And Boomy to this point is like one of the biggest personalities that I think we have met on this show.
2: For, yeah, definitely. Uh I I think I would even give it to him. I don't know that I don't know that anyone even compares.
0: Nobody can match this crazy old man's energy. It's
2: the absolute insanity, the chaotic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, constantly cranked up to 10 this old <laughs> man is um for all the good and bad that that brings. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a chaotic episode. I, I feel one way about it, but we can, we can have fun with it. And I did. Well, that's good. It's important to me that you're having fun with these episodes, of course. Mm, Sorry. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to be too down on it, um. But that's uh, episode five. That's episode five. We've done it. We're moving on. We hopefully have done things. It. Hopefully, things will get a little more uh, important to kind of what we're trying to do mm-hmm. here.
2: Um, I will say real quick though, I didn't really feel like it, it felt at all like a waste. Like talking about it now, I can be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't watch it again. But you're coming in as a person who's seen this episode probably what like five times, even way more than that yeah and you know where we're headed so you're just like what what does this do for us but like i haven't seen it uh so like i think it was enough fun to be like yeah that was a good time i didn't i didn't mind that and then even like the dopey fucking message at the end didn't really like ruin it for me in any way i think maybe if i if i was waiting for things to happen and this was it then i think i might like see more what you're saying
0: Perhaps that's my problem is the familiarity with the rest of the show mm-hmm. and and knowing that maybe yeah this doesn't contribute as much as some other episodes do. I think you're probably on to something here. So I should be careful when I say things like this because I don't <laughs> want to uh, yeah tell you how much of this episode is going to be important to future events.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, not expecting much of what happens in the show unless it like really feels like, a, hey, this is important. This is setting something up. Sure. I'm kind of just like expecting a lot of it, just like Samurai Jack, to kind of just be we're having fun with these characters and what they can do.
0: I guess maybe then most of my frustration does come again, like we said, like with them trying to tie it back to the greater (laughs) narrative.
2: And that that is that is uh, clumsy at best, I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like they wrote a fun episode and then went oh shit but like what how does it fit and then didn't stick that landing no uh it's fine we had fun yeah boomy's good boomy is very good everyone likes hanging out in omashu doing omashu stuff
2: boomy's good cabbage man not so good not excited about him being a recurring character <laughs>
0: He's just out there trying to make a buck.
2: (laughs) I think he was even in that shitty live action movie.
0: Oh, God, I haven't seen that. But if they stuck him in that movie, that would be very funny to me. I will admit that I would think that was very funny. I'm
2: pretty sure he shows up and goes to some village. I won't talk too much about it because I think it probably will happen in the show.
0: Sure. But he shows up in some earthbending village somewhere. Okay. Okay. That's very funny to me that that was an element of the show that they thought was necessary to bring Mm -hmm. to the shitty live action movie.
2: Yeah, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure
0: I saw it once in theaters. So it's been a while. Perhaps you'll have to see it again in the context of what (laughs) we're doing Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it either, but these are (laughs) things that have to be done. (laughs)
2: Remember when we were going to do it before the show?
0: That would have been a mistake. I looked into it a little more and said, No, I can't, I can't do this. That's not the right sequence of events.
2: Uh so instead, you guys got our Avatar podcast, which can uh judging by the analytics, everyone loved.
0: Uh, it's uh sad to say that it is like one of our most <laughs> successful episodes. It did release around the time of the Avatar sequel, so like I can understand everyone had the Avatar fever. hmm mm-hmm. And uh, I hope, yeah, people. <laughs> Liked listening to that. Searching for podcast episodes about Avatar, and then heard nothing but us shitting all over that bad movie. <laughs> hey, Brendan, guess what? What? That's the end of us talking about this episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender. But I believe we have something else to talk about in the form of an email. An email, bump
2: bump, bump. Email, bump bump, bump, bump Email. That's the email song for this week. Howdy Works for me, says the email. Long time listener, first time emailer. Uh, now that you've dipped your toes in both Avatar and Avatar The Last Airbender, I want to see if you noticed this connection. Mm. Uh, here we go. With James Cameron's Avatar, we have the following. Uh, and this is a numbered list. One, Avatar 2009. The Na'vi are a Earth-based tribe.
0: Let's think about that. Yeah. For just a second. Do you think that the Na'vi in that movie are earth-based or air-based? Because they do a lot of flying. They do
2: do a lot of flying, but they are very in tune with the trees, which isn't necessarily earth-based or air-based.
0: They do live in a big-ass tree. They
2: do live in a tree. And trees, I would, if we had to assign them to air or earth, I would say they are terrestrial.
0: This is fair. I don't um, I don't know. Yeah, it's not a direct that that comparison is not a direct one to one, but uh, I will accept it. I will. Yeah. On these lines. Uh, Continue on.
2: I think we'll go with it. Number two, Avatar, the way of water, 2022. The what the fuck is that word? The Metkayina clan are a water based tribe. This is uh, the one that just came out. Um, I haven't seen it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Neither of us have seen it, so we can't speak to uh, that statement. But I guess I believe based on like <laughs> the advertising yeah. and everything. It is called The Way of Water. Uh,
2: and most of the ads are in an ocean. So I will I will go with your uh, characterization of the film. That's fair.
0: That is fair. Yeah, I'll buy it. Uh,
2: the number three Avatar the third uh, set for release in 2024 not J- going to happen. <laughs> J- no, it's going to it's going to be twenty thirty. Uh, James Cameron has just announced the new tribe will be a fire based tribe, and they will be the villains. Um, he says, I think I'm starting to see a comparison.
0: So I did do a little research into this, and sure enough, uh, James Cameron talking about the next Avatar movie, confirming, yes, that fire will be closely aligned with the uh, next culture that is introduced in the Avatar franchise. Again, we don't really have any idea what the fuck that means because we're not watching these stupid ass movies. (laughs) No.
2: Um, Um, Yeah, I did hear a little bit of hubbub about that online. Uh, Because I guess just to to go way back in time here, I guess this show that we're talking about, Avatar, The Last Airbender, tried to copyright the name Avatar for the name of the show, but was unable to because James Cameron had already done that. Um, Even though the movie wouldn't release till 2009, it was a huge fucking billion dollar movie, took forever to make. So I would believe that he did already do that. Uh, so they changed this to Avatar The Last Airbender, and now it seems like he's following The Last Airbender's format,
0: mm-hmm. uh, and people are pissed about it. <laughs> they took He took from them what they wanted, and they said, okay, we'll go in this direction, and then he said, you know what, I'm also going to go in that direction. That's a good idea, he said. <laughs> Let's hey. do that. We're all on to something here, us (laughs) Avatar co-creators. And the Avatar Last Airbender creator said, hey, actually, no, fuck this, James Cameron. Stop it.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Um, To the question, though, I did uh, start to pick up on that as we were talking about Avatar for our podcast. I thought I had mentioned it, but uh, Nick tells me I probably did not. Unsure, unsure, unclear. Uh, There is no way to know at this point. It's lost to time forever. Um, But yes, I I had started to pick up on what was going on here.
0: (laughs) In any case, we're talking about it now. And yeah, the uh, parallels are definitely Mm -hmm. very clear. It's funny. Yeah. Funny enough that people get confused when you say the words avatar and uh, need clarification on which one you are talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then funnier still, yeah, to dig into those Uh, very, very interesting similarities. I did see a tweet from somebody who worked on Avatar, the show, and, uh, mentioned something similar to what we're talking about here, about how, like, the sequel was about water, and then said, they had said if part three is called the Firebending Masters, we riot, is what they said. that might be what I was referring to. Sure enough, yeah, fire is- already confirmed to be heavily involved, which leads me, yeah, leads us to wonder if we're going to have all these other Avatar sequels, which I think are promised along the way, like how many other things is James Cameron going to just completely crib from the Last Airbender universe?
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm uh, excited to see. (laughs) I'm very interested. I'm not going to watch them, but I'm interested to see what what becomes of it.
0: Avatar 4, the the core of the problem.
2: <laughs> well, we they'd have to do air first. They have to. They have to do. So five would be the the core of the problem. The core of
0: the core. We, uh, we have the blood the Navi
2: or the Iron Navi. <laughs> uh, it's
0: it's shameful, really. This man needs some original ideas. <laughs> he used to be full of so many of them. Look back in our wonderful cinema history. And, uh, you know, thinking, <laughs> trying to think back. Hmm, uh, what else he, is this guy? I mean, he invented the Transformers. He did invent. Are you th- the Transformers or the Terminators? He did the, did Transformers, he the Transformers,
2: didn't he? No, he didn't actually invent the Transformers. No, that was
0: Hasbro he, or Mattel or some shit.
2: Uh, but he did the made, Transformers movies, right?
0: Uh, That was Michael Bay, my friend.
2: Oh, you're right. Sorry, I get confused with all the
0: explosions. For a second, I thought that, yeah, you were telling me that he invented like Transformers, the TV show back in the day, and I wouldn't have been able to tell you otherwise. No,
2: no, no. I was confused. My bad. That that was a joke that I uh, that I worked good that I stumbled on.
0: No, I think it worked pretty good.
2: (laughs) Uh, Just to finish it up, uh, this ends with Keep Calm and Yip Yip uh, signed Matt from Boston. Uh, Thanks for reaching out, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Uh, we love hearing from everyone, uh, new people and old. Uh, and if anyone else would like to reach out, I wasn't sure if I was going to go into this, but here we are now. So it's happening. You can email us at got at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll probably read your email on the show. Uh, you can also reach us at got a recap on all the social medias. Most of the social medias, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> we've also got a YouTube channel. You can just search us there. There's no real easy way to find us other than just type that shit in the search bar.
0: It's out there. It's in the wild. You'll find it. Just put in the work and you'll be
2: <laughs> looking. You will find. Um, uh, make sure to go to your podcast app of choice. Uh, give us whatever highest rating they have, whether that be like a thumbs up or a five star. Uh, leave a review. If you haven't uh, leave a review, if you have. Uh, tell your friends to listen to the show tell your parents to listen to the show maybe have them skip the episodes where we talk about shit and cum bending
0: yes get it in another episode <laughs> yeah, i'm doing it i'm doing it <laughs> um not forced at all i love it <laughs> i thought it was a pretty good <laughs> no it's good no it fits right there that's exactly where it belonged <laughs> uh is that it are there more Nope, nope, you've covered everything. The only other thing that I wanted to ask you to do, because I love doing this to you, because it takes a lot of pressure off me, uh, can you try to find like a real ham-fisted way to uh, segue us out of this episode into the next one with a bad pun?
2: Um, you can go... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. I have to go uh, get bent. Bye. <laughs>
0: he said yes he did he did bring it back and he said that he was gonna do it it's confirmed (laughs) or get bended oh yeah shit fuck we're we're not sure we're still not sure damn (laughs) we're we're still not sure we're gonna do either one of these things just like next week we're gonna do episode 6 of Avatar. (laughs) so we're gonna see you all then Uh, thank you all so much for listening goodbye bye